again, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Good to Know Shreveport Bossier. This is a podcast showcasing the good things that are happening in our community. My name is Jeff Bynford. This is my co-host, Paul Reeser. He's a former president of the Reeser Group and Sonic, Sonic Management Company. He's a member of the Committee of 100, a board member there. And each week, we'll be focusing on economic development, community growth, and other topics about initiatives having positive impacts on our community. We'll have new episodes every other Wednesday, and you can find Good to Know wherever you listen to podcasts. So, Paul, we have a special guest today. I will let you do the honors. Thank you, Jeff. It's my pleasure. Letting me do the honors. And we're going to get you a job at Chick-fil-A later on. <laughs> wow, you're crossing the street, huh? My pleasure. They're my favorite, actually. So, Wendell Riley, you are currently the executive director of Robinson Film Center, one of my favorite places to hang Thank out. You. Thank you. Uh, entertainment and great food. And you can take your drink into the into the movie. You can, yeah. <laughs> really? But that's okay. nothing to do with your introduction. Uh, the, the cool thing is you're from Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, he has an, he's an Emmy-nominated producer with an incredible film background and animation documentaries, but also a tremendous business acumen. You have your MBA from Radford University in Virginia, and he was most recently the director of media at the ex, uh, for external relations at LSUS. Great background, incredible, uh, but and probably, you know, perhaps the most impressively, you're currently a guest on Good to Know Truth <laughs> So you're fi- you're really climbing the ladder. I know. Andrew. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to follow that intro. It's, well, like, it's and, all uh, downhill from here. And you and you guys, I uh, worked uh, occasionally together absolutely. when you were at LSU. Yes, right? sir. That is correct. Of that course. Is. Jeff has a connection, <laughs> as he always does. Every, every week, man. Even when I don't know who the guests are, we have a connection. It's amazing. That's right. Well, I had to get all my talking out of the way because once you talk your voice is so cool that's uh, just going to be all we want to listen to <laughs> thank you, thank you. so but tell us a little bit actually just about the robinson film center and what your why you decided to go there after this time and you know yeah. we want to talk about your big plans for this for the film center well you know um as you so eloquently stated in in um that bio uh, i i do have a film and animation background and and most of the work that I've done has been here in Shreveport, Bossier. Mm-hmm. Um, so the film community here is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's something that uh, I am very passionate about. Um, mm-hmm. And um, coming from education, um, you know, it, that's something that I've always been extremely passionate about as well. So when mm-hmm. uh, RFC approached me, um, about taking on the executive director role. It just Robinson seemed... Film Center. Yes. I'm... Those acronyms. Not yeah, Rugby Football Club. Yeah. No. I <laughs> yes. have to straighten these things out for Thank you all yes. the time. Yes. So Robinson Film Center, we lovingly call it RFC. Uh, when they approached me about taking the, the executive director role, uh, it just it seemed like an amazing opportunity to blend my two passions, mm. which obviously are the humanities and, and, and education. Right. Um, RFC is a is a nonprofit, mm-hmm. um, and our mission is very simple. We we serve to educate, uh, engage, and entertain this region through the medium of film. Mm-hmm. Well, that, it's really neat what you said early on. You came here for a film, and we're trying to increase the uh, reputation of Shreveport, Louisiana, as a as a film destination, can I mean talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, you know, surprisingly, uh, or not surprisingly, if you if you start looking a little deeper, um, production companies actually love filming in Shreveport. There are a number mm. of things that we have that make us unique. Um, 
Shreveport, because of its diverse um, set of um, environments and locales, mm. we can double for pretty much any environment in the U.S. Other than, you know, uh, mountain Mom's peaks. There. Exactly. <laughs> um, if you want to film yeah. something in a swamp, we're about 20 minutes away from that. Mm -hmm. If you want to film something in a more rural area, like a barn or on a farm, we have that. Mm -hmm. um, our downtown uh, architecture has doubled for cities such as Washington, D.C., New York, right. uh, you name it. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, our, our town is essentially a, a, a very um, robust backlot. Right. So it makes it really simple for production companies when they have to do multiple setups in different types of locations, mm -hmm. they can come shoot um, a number of things and do all of it here. Mm -hmm. If you film in New Orleans, um, New Orleans is a great city and, right. and the film industry is definitely thriving there, but New Orleans looks like New Orleans, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and Atlanta sort of has that big city feel, but they don't have some of the other things that we have here. Mm -hmm. So. That's one of the main draws for production companies mm -hmm. when they want to film in Shreveport um, and, and the Bossier, uh region as well. Uh, the other thing that we don't have here is traffic. This is so, true. <laughs> so <clears throat> it makes it really... Comparatively. Have you ever been on airline drive at noon well, trying to get into well, Cain's? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I used to live in, in uh, the Northeast, and um, I've been so spoiled. Yeah, yeah. When I hit like airline or URI at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, ah, I have yeah. to wait two minutes at the light. This is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. from Atlanta, and I'm driving down airline, going, "What am I back in Atlanta?" Yeah, this exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let me ask you this: How uh, active? You know, there was a big upheaval a few years ago mm -hmm. with the film industry here, and, and things have been very active here. There was a big studio here. Yeah. Uh, that is no longer a studio, uh, or at least most of it isn't. Right. Uh, so how active is the film industry, the big-time film industry in Shreveport right so now? So if you're talking about uh, studio productions that are brought to the community, mm -hmm. we, we are averaging about one or two happening at a time. Um, there mm -hmm. are productions actually happening, and you mentioned... Um, the studio that we had downtown, which was the old Millennium, Millennium Studios, right, that yeah. has actually been taken over and it's being run by, um, with a lot of support from the city of Shreveport, it's being run by Wade Marshall, who is someone who is um, obviously, he has an understanding of how the film industry works, but he also understands how the film industry works here. And if you talk to Wade, he's very excited because he has a whiteboard in his office with a list of the productions that are mm -hmm. either happening or coming to Shreveport, Bossier. And um, it's a significant list. Mm -hmm. The challenge that we have is that we don't have a very deep bench, right? So mm. people often think of the film industry from the perspective of writers and directors right. and actors and actresses. Mm -hmm. But really, it's sort of a pyramid model. And you all understand this being in production is that there's a mountain of individuals who support the right. vision of what's considered above the line talent, right? Mm -hmm. So um, caterers, electricians, grip, best, all of those folks, yep. right? People yep. who actually build sets and make these things happen. Yeah. Yep. So what typically- Best boy. That be, was the best I, boy, yeah. That's the uh, head electrician, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, the, the challenge that we have is that when a a studio brings a production to Shreveport, mm. our 
our best and brightest get pulled into that and they mm -hmm. they do a fantastic job they work on it but if there's a second production that's mm. scouting us yeah. okay we have a hard time staffing that up okay which is why the the focus for the the film industry now and that includes the city of shreveport is really looking at um sustainable infrastructure making sure that we have enough mm -hmm below-the-line talent here in this town mm -hmm. to facilitate multiple productions. Interesting. So, uh, some of your work, I, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just asking, uh, does some of your work at the Robinson Film Center kind of help do support there? Absolutely, and, and that's one of the, the big visions that uh, we have going forward for, for Robinson, is making sure that we assist in the workforce development part of, um, of education, ed mm -hmm. education in this region. Mm -hmm. So our, our, we have sort of a three-pronged approach to education at RFC. Mm -hmm. And actually, you know, I kind of jumped right into the film industry aspect of it yeah. instead of talking about, you know, the RFC, because I'm well, very we'll familiar with that. it. Yeah. So we'll We're going to come back to Let's that. Let's finish this up. Yeah. Okay. So, so we have a three-pronged approach. One is just film liter literacy in general, right? Mm -hmm. um, getting people to understand, um, sort of life outside of the Cineplex, right? Mm -hmm. And Cineplexes are great. I love the Cineplex. You'll see me there usually <laughs> on a weekend. Um, but film is, is such a diverse medium and it has a lot of uh, different facets um, and a lot of different, um, you know, quite frankly, a lot of different purposes. There are mm -hmm. films that serve to educate. There are films that just serve to entertain. Mm -hmm. There are films that serve to do both. Mm -hmm. um, so film literacy is one part of it. We do a lot of classes through our education division related to that. Another part of it is uh, K through 12 education programs. So we go to schools, mm -hmm. um, but we also bring people to RFC. So mm -hmm. we, we have Teen Film Council where it's, it's essentially a semester long program where we take students, usually teenagers, and basically walk them through all of the phases of production of a film. Okay. And and bring in industry experts. Wow. To to that's neat. Yeah. Um, Did you say that was during the school year? Or is that a summer program? Uh, during during the school year, we also really? have summer camps mm -hmm. uh, where we do the same thing, uh, and then mm -hmm. we also go out to the schools and do classes. If uh, sometimes we get a request, um, mm -hmm. we have, for example, um, we have in the month of October over four days, we have a hundred and fifty. Uh, students, um, I believe they're m elementary, middle, and some high school. We have mm -hmm. 150 of them coming to us over four days uh, in wow. October. That's impressive. And that is um, to essentially teach them about innovation in film because the group that uh, is bringing them in, mm -hmm. their theme for this academic year is innovation. Okay. So we can tailor our messaging. Um, to suit the educational needs of the groups that are, are being represented. And where are these kids coming from? The um, so they're through the AIM program. Uh, it's for gifted students in, in Bossier. Mm -hmm. um, and so they're from schools all over. And uh, they're just coming to RFC and we'll, you know, we'll give them popcorn and <laughs> teach them about movies and hopefully they'll have some fun in the process. Yeah. Well, so the Robinson Film Center is about a whole lot more than just uh, an art house where you can come and see movies you wouldn't see in the cinema. 100%. And, yeah. then, and then the third part of it is, is the one that ties directly back to what we were talking about with mm -hmm. the local film industry. We are looking strongly at workforce development partnerships, right? Mm -hmm. 
And a big part of that is, again, connecting the people that we teach and instruct with practicing filmmakers. One of the amazing things that we have in Shreveport Boja, other than, um, you know, um, the lack of traffic and, and great sets <laughs> and all that, yeah. is we have a, a homegrown base of talent. Um, people that have come up through Louisiana Film Prize um, mm -hmm. and, and really cut their teeth in independent cinema. But these are folks who are now go out to other cities to do work. They go to the Northeast, they go to Atlanta, they go down to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. But their home base is Shreveport. And they are as invested as we are in developing the workforce here because that means that they don't have to leave Shreveport to go mm. find work. They can stay yeah. in town. If there are multiple productions and they're not on one, they can they yeah. can jump from one cool. to the other one. Yeah. So I see how, uh, with what you're describing, fits into those two passions you have, education and film, right? One uh, yeah, <laughs> you, would, you could probably tell that I get really worked up about this because yeah. it, oh. it's just an exciting time for all of us. Well, that, that's cool stuff. So now, tell me about the tell us about the Robinson Film Center itself. I think most people are, are familiar with it. Just as what I said, this is a neat place to go see a, a film, an offbeat kind of a film or something. Well, most people aren't as well versed and uh, <laughs> as you are, well, Jeff. Yes, I, think, as, I, I as, take that with great. As humility. active in the yeah. arts, but if you're driving down Texas Avenue, you see this cool old building. That's a that's a movie yeah. theater. So what's inside there for someone so, who hasn't been? So for someone who's never walked in, um, we have uh, two theaters where we show films uh, every day except for Tuesday. I'm sorry, Monday when we're closed. Um, and these are, we typically show independent films, um, uh, international films, sort of the counterweight to the mm -hmm. Cineplex um, yeah. fair, right? Mm -hmm. In addition to that, we have a, uh, a bistro, a very popular mm -hmm. downtown bistro. So people come for lunch and dinner. There's a bar mm -hmm. there. And as you said, uh, you can take your cocktails down. That's where he hangs out. Right. Yeah. You can take your food and your cocktails down into the theater and watch a film. Uh, mm -hmm. We also have a multi-purpose space. Um, mm -hmm. And we host a mm -hmm. number of uh, community events there. Mm -hmm. um, partnerships, uh, KTBS has done uh, a number of events with us, um, mm -hmm. but we host everything from weddings to, um, you know. Cool. Uh, How's the wedding, what's the wedding look like there at the Robinson? Well, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's a cool space to, you know, you come in and you walk past the, the theaters and all the posters and stuff like that. And the multi-purpose space, um, you know, as the name implies, we can sort of retrofit it to to meet the needs of whatever group mm -hmm. uh, is coming in, but it is still happening in a in you know what we hope it's is a, a cool, really cool space. space. We've had when I had my businesses back when I was flipping the hamburgers, we had one of our conventions in there, and uh, up on the second floor there's a nice big venue, open space. They bring great food because yeah. the food at the Abbey Singer is fantastic. And then we would go down into the uh, one of the large theaters, and, and we would show our training films, and you can speak in the front. Jeff, you need to get out more. This is a great place. Well, thanks for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> but people don't know that there's a venue in there for training, for business meetings. Yeah, for, but I didn't, I didn't know you could do weddings in there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we've had wedding receptions in there, mm -hmm. birthday parties, you name it. So do you mix like some kind of movies or something? Maybe the films from the uh, the the wedding itself when they have wedding parties in there. And and that's the the other cool thing that we can offer is we can theme it to to mm -hmm. match, right? And you know there are some 
some details that we have to iron out in terms of making sure that we can license the film and stuff like that. Oh, but for right. the most part, we have the ability to show movies and sort of incorporate that into your event. You can't just invite all your friends over to watch Star Wars this weekend. I I'm know that's Star, what you more were of a Star Trek guy. So. <laughs> I mean, you could. You could rent. You can rent. Uh, we have. We can rent our theaters out as well. So, um, yeah. But you said there's unique license. I don't want to get too deep in the weeds. But you said there was unique licensing issues on the different films. Yeah. So it just depends on the studio. So as a movie theater, we have to go through a, a booking agency to make sure that we can get the film, and they negotiate mm -hmm. with the studios on our behalf. So. Unfortunately, um, we don't get a lot of Disney films, um, and also because Disney has the Fox library rolled mm -hmm. up under them now, uh, it's sometimes challenging to get those, so we won't be having that Star Wars marathon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned Disney, so I'm reading here, you've worked on projects for Disney. Yeah. Yep. Gatorade, Chipotle, Radio Flyer, Unilever, that's pretty impressive stuff. Tell us about some of those projects. Yeah, so when uh, when I was at Moonbot Studios, um, we we worked in in a space um, called uh, branded entertainment. So we did long form, mm -hmm. um, essentially commercials, um, animated content. Uh, Chipotle uh, was one of the big ones that we did, and that was an Emmy Award winning project. Uh, we won Con Leon's, Clio Awards, all kinds of stuff. Nice. The Witcher is an advertising award, right? Like an yeah, Oscar absolutely. for commercials. Definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. Well, usually when I tell people that, they just kind of shake their head. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it, it just, it, what we did was we found creative ways to promote brands that, that, mm. that didn't just focus on the product, mm -hmm. right? Um, we, we did a lot to work on um, sort of brand mythology and, and sort of the vibe that they wanted to go for. Chipotle definitely was one where, you know, they were sort of positioning themselves as the, the counterweight to just typical fast food fare. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's, it's a very successful uh, segment of uh, the marketing industry. A lot of brands do it now. Um, the one that we did for Gatorade, uh, we did a seven-minute animated short about the life of Usain Bolt, his early life. Mm. Well, tell me about that, because that's one of the greatest Olympians of all time. I know, and, and as a Trinidadian, um, yeah. it was hard for me to work on that project because right. he's from Jamaica and we yeah. have that rivalry. Right <laughs> um, he's but, still the fastest man on earth. He's got to be like 50, and he's still the <laughs> I, fastest yeah, he, man on earth. Can I run your Bolt. car? I've seen yeah, he's, he's faster than the three of us. I can, yeah, I can put tell together. You that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could be. Him. <laughs> give me you a tell yourself give that. me a 99 <laughs> yard head start yeah, there, there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. but um yeah so we we were able to um to work with uh his camp and uh, you know you have to go through his his journal sure. and stuff like that um but we chronicled his early life and and one wow. of the pivotal moments in his life where he he was <clears throat> sort of bogged down by the pressure of success mm -hmm. and um, he had this uh, very um, impactful interaction with his mom before a race mm. um, that sort of helped him um, burst through that wall that he had hit mm -hmm. um, because he was at that point of trying to decide whether or not he was going to continue to run. Oh, wow. Um, Luckily for all of us, mm -hmm. um, yes. you know, his, his mom gave him a pep talk and the rest <laughs> is history. 
And uh, what a cool title, by the way. The Boy Who Learned to Fly. Yeah, that yeah, is awesome. Yeah. So we used now, was that the one you, that you were nominated? You got the Emmy nomination That is for? correct. Yeah, I was nominated as a producer in 2018 for that piece. Congratulations, uh, yeah, man. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we were actually nominated in two categories that year, so our mm -hmm. other project won. Um, but it was fun because we were up against like Guillermo del Toro and, and a bunch of other really talented yeah. folks. So. It's an amazing level of talent that we have in Shreveport. It's so, <laughs> right, so right thankful here, to have you. Right man. down the road on King's I mean, Highway. All the things you're talking about, Moonbot Studios and the Robinson and the Millennium Studio, all that stuff. That's that's right pretty here important. In this you town. would never imagine that's all right here. Well that that's probably unless you go to good to know. And you <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which well, is another sort of semi film project. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, and that's one of the challenges that we have in this town is that and you all know this, I mean that's yeah. probably part of the reason why we're doing this um, is because sometimes we have a shorter memory than we should about the good things that, that happen in this community. Mm. Um, I am always surprised at how surprised other people are when I say, yeah, I worked at Moonbot Studios. Uh, we want an Oscar. We want Emmys. Mm -hmm. we want, you know. yeah. um, or to talk about RFC and people are like, wait, that's here in town? You know, the only yeah. art house cinema in this region right. Um, is right downtown on Texas Street. Mm -hmm. um, so, so part of our mission at RFC too <laughs> is to create a repository of the history of film in this town because if you can show a legacy, and there's definitely a legacy of success mm -hmm. here, but if you can show that to the community, um, it makes workforce development that mm -hmm. much easier because it, you're not talking about a kid training up to go work in Hollywood right. or in New York, you're training them up to go work on Texas Street. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. What kind of uh, response or how do the kids respond to these programs at the RFC? Well, everyone loves film. That's, that's the advantage right. mm -hmm. of, of yeah. the industry that we're in. Um, but they're always super receptive and there is that moment that when they realize that these are people that live mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. among them, right? Like, we're no different than, than they are. We, we just happen to, we're fortunate enough to, to do what we love every single day. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and again, that's, that's why to me representation is important. <clears throat> and representation goes beyond um, race and gender and you know, sexual orientation. Representation also means this is someone from my town. This is someone mm -hmm. who lives in my community. Yeah. I can do this as well, mm -hmm. right? This isn't mm -hmm. somebody who's a bigwig somewhere else making something and I'll never get to meet them. These are people that I see every day, you yeah. know, at coffee shops and stuff like that. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So do, uh, like when you're going through these training courses or the kids are in there, do you, can you observe these uh, students and uh, you see like a light go off in their head? Like that's something I really want to pursue. Absolutely. There, there's always, so... <laughs> You sort of run the gamut. Like a lot of a lot of kids, um, they enjoy it for what it is on on the surface level. Mm -hmm. and I, you know, the entertainment value of it. But there's always one or two. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and they're wearing like a Spider-Man T-shirt. You can always, <laughs> yeah, you you can always yeah. pick them on. Right? It's Green Lantern for me. But yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they they come up after and they start asking questions, and yeah. you realize that what's what's gratifying about that is is that you see the, the value of access, right? Mm -hmm. 
to these kids mm -hmm. because they're able yeah. to ask questions about something that they may not even know that, that that's something that they want to pursue for the rest of their lives. Um, but that light, there's that light bulb moment where they go, oh, wow, you mm -hmm. get to do this. Tell me what your day is like. Tell me, is, is this a real thing? You get to mm -hmm. do this all the time? You know, is, <clears throat> do you legitimately get to dress up in jeans and a, like whatever t-shirt you want to wear yeah, and go to work sweet hat day. if you're listening to this <laughs> you need to go to our facebook page and watch this video good to know wendell's hat is we're all sitting here oh, wow are they kind of amazed that they can do that here and not have to go to la or somewhere yes yeah and that's a big deal and um i think that's why us coalescing this this legacy of film to show that we've we've produced hundreds of, of feature films here in this town. Mm -hmm. And that's not an exaggeration. Yeah. Um, there's documentary filmmaking happening here in this town. We've, we had a full-blown uh, full animation studio here. Mm -hmm. We made games, we made apps. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you name it, we've done it here yeah. in, in Shreveport, Louisiana. Well, the film prize, you talk about, um, you know, the, the it's kind of the center. You talk about working with the Louisiana Film Prize, mm -hmm. the highest cash prize uh, film festival in the world. Yeah, yeah. we found that and out. It's kind of <laughs> centered right there around the Robinson, so that's that's exciting. It brings people in. What are some other things you think that the uh, that the uh, film <laughs> the Robinson brings people to here to bring a financial impact to our area? Well, so one of the things that we are doing um, is um, trying to develop other festivals outside of a film prize. Okay. Um, and based on your the way you described it, I know you you all have sort of witnessed the energy of Gregory Callender. Oh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah. So I worked with Gregory for uh, before I went to LSUS. Actually, okay. I worked for Film Prize, and I worked with him on some documentary work. Um, uh, so so we want to expand beyond that so we mm -hmm. have uh we're trying to do a latino film festival in november um and these are spanish spanish language films that will have english subtitles oh, wow. the core audience for that is not just um film lovers it's for the hispanic community latino mm -hmm. community in this region mm -hmm. um there are some estimates that 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 demographic slice is about thirty-five thousand people, right? right? Mm -hmm. That's a generally underrepresented population. Definitely, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, so we want to bring them in. Um, hopefully, we can grow that and then start bringing um, other filmmakers to the festival. Mm. There's a Bollywood festival that we're trying to put on oh, because wow. we have a lot of <laughs> folks from the Indian community right. who live and work here and even all the way down to Alexandria. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, Jaya Maksharma, who's a local filmmaker and doctor, she, um, filmmaker and doctor, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Right. How about doctor and filmmaker? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you ask no, Jaya, she, she she's a filmmaker. Okay. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, her parents live all the way down in Alexandria, and they are just mm -hmm. chomping at the bit to come up here and, and just watch, like, a bunch of Bollywood films. So what we're trying to do is expand our footprint and make mm -hmm. uh, Shreveport sort of more of a destination mm -hmm. for people to come in and do a day trip and yeah. you know hang out, watch some films. Mm -hmm. But that creates economic impact for us. Absolutely. We want to have people spending money downtown. There's some other bigger programs that we're doing, working uh, 
trying to uh, create um, through our grant initiatives um, mm -hmm. and leveraging our education programs uh, bring some significant dollars to RFC that we can use to develop more robust programs. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's money that we're going to spend here in this yeah. community. Right. Well, uh, I just watched on Amazon Prime a documentary. It was about a guy named Sergio Ramos. He's mm -hmm. a world famous. You probably yeah, know, yeah, world yeah. famous soccer player. Yeah. And I, the only reason I watched it is because it was Sergio Ramos. Right. Yeah. And but but it was all in Spanish and mm -hmm. it was English subtitles. And I went, I can't watch this. You know, it's like. <laughs> but I got into it. I loved it. Yeah, it was yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then they it went over so well on Amazon Prime, they made a, mm -hmm. a second season of it. So I think there's a definite audience for that. Absolutely. And, mm -hmm. you know, because of how interwoven we are becoming globally in terms of mm -hmm. our access to, to all types of entertainment, to information, it's important for us in the community to reflect that. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, when I first started at Moonbot, this was, uh, wow, a decade ago in 2012, part of my job was to recruit people to come live and work in Shreveport, Louisiana. Right. So I was, you know, in this small startup studio and we were basically recruiting against Disney Animation, uh, DreamWorks, um, and, but also recruiting against cities such as L.A., New York, Montreal. Um, you name it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you have to make sure that there's enough stuff here. Uh, it doesn't matter what industry. If we in mm -hmm. Shreveport Bossier are trying to attract people to come live, work, and play here, mm -hmm. we have to make sure that what we have to offer right. is is relevant to them. Right. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we have an amazing symphony. Uh, we have RFC, we have Film Prize, we have so many great things in mm -hmm. this community. But there's a bit of PR that we have to do. Sure, <laughs> right? yeah. We yeah. have to put the word out, right? LA, Shreveport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And yeah. literally, but we were successful in doing that. Okay. Like, yeah. we, we brought world-class talent to this town. And you, um, like I said, you were successful. I mean, it's an Oscar-winning studio. Exactly. And uh, did they come? Uh, they probably just, like, they wanted to hang out with you. <laughs> but what, but what was I was an old guy to them. They heard about you in this podcast, so that's yeah, what they yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what? What were some of your selling points? Because when you did win that that uh, person to come here, what were some of the things? Well, the that they Oscar enjoyed? certainly helped, right? Yeah. But, <clears throat> but it, w it was also the the ability to do good work, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, at the time, home prices were relatively low compared to other parts of the nation. Mm -hmm. Lack of traffic. Um, just ease of getting around. There are a lot mm -hmm. of creature comforts here in, in Shreveport Bossier that we often take for granted. Right. Um, you know, um, and those, you know, despite the fact that the studio actually went out of business, while we were here and doing that work, folks were buying homes, you know, mm -hmm. uh, putting real money into the community, paying their taxes and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, Greg, Gregory probably told you about the fact that we have filmmakers who moved away or mm. came up elsewhere and are now living in Shreveport, Bossier, yeah. partly because of Film Prize. But it, again, mm -hmm. it's because of the fact that the mm. film industry is here. It's a real thing. Mm -hmm. It is not a theoretical thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just a question of making sure that we nurture it and we continue to grow it sustainably. Well, I love your, I love your enthusiasm and I'm glad from Trinidad here to, to to highlight the film industry in yeah. Shreveport, and you're here to stay. Is that right? Yeah, 100. Yeah. What What are some of your plans? I know you when you took over the 
RFC, you didn't just say, well, this is my job for a couple of years till whatever. You have plans for the future. What do you? Can you outline some of the really big ideas you Absolutely. Have? Yeah, workforce development is huge. Um, mm -hmm. We want to continue to uh, cement our place as a, a, a resource for, for the film community here. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to be that connection point. Um, making sure that we, we take care of our filmmakers and, and, and give them the boost that they need. Mm -hmm. Artists want to create for other people, right? So mm -hmm. we have the ability to show their work. You know, we have a regional filmmaker spotlight series. Um, we do festivals where we show independent films. Uh, Film Prize is a, a huge partner for us. Yeah. Um, but we want to take that one step further. We want to make sure uh, by partnering with the city and, and, and with um, the group that are out running um, at the old Millennium Studios building, mm -hmm. we want to make sure that we're partnering uh, with education institutions such as Centenary, LSUS, and all yeah. of that, and <clears throat> really have a concerted effort uh, to make sure that we can sustainably build a workforce. The other, the other part of it is um, to create that repository for the history of film here, mm -hmm. um, because again, that helps it makes our community cooler, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like yeah, there's a cool sure. factor there, right? Yeah. Um, but again, it also allows, I, I, I often use this example, if a kid in Atlanta goes into their parents' bedroom and says, hey, I want to work in the film industry, mm. that's a much different conversation than <laughs> if a kid in Shreveport or Bossier right. does that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it's so pervasive in Atlanta, you are not far away from knowing someone who's connected to the film or entertainment industry there. Mm -hmm. um, in, in any number of capacities. It doesn't have to just be on set. Mm -hmm. There are people who, um, who do marketing, they, there are accountants, sure. yeah. there are caterers, there mm -hmm. are hairdressers, hairstylists, um, people who do makeup. The mm -hmm. list goes on and on. Um, so we want to have even just a fraction of that for right. our folks here. Yeah. Um, and, and quite frankly, that provides a lot of pathways for many of the underserved communities in this, in this area. Mm -hmm. I have a, a, a personal mission to provide exposure and pathways to, to folks, to kids primarily in underserved mm -hmm. communities. Because when I was growing up in Trinidad as a, as a film nerd, uh, and I grew up reading comics and watching... Me too, man. Yeah, so I'm still stuff, a comic nerd. Watching A-Team <laughs> on TV and all yeah. that good stuff. Um, I didn't have somebody who could sit me down and go, okay, you can, this can be a path for you, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. There's so many really talented kids in, our, in Shreveport, Boja right now who don't have that pathway, right? Right. And part of our mission at RFC is to provide those pathways. Even if they mm. don't end up in the entertainment sure. industry, they can learn skills that they can apply in other fields. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know? Well, that's going to about do it. Anything, any last plug you want to give us for the Robinson Film Center? Uh, well, listen, we, we want to welcome the community at RFC anytime. I mean, mm -hmm. our role in this town is to be a resource. We are a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. um, so we put our money where our mouth is. Yeah. Right? We really are a community resource. Absolutely. And we hope you guys just come down and see us at the movies. Just go to robinsonfilmcenter.org. <laughs> Uh, and you can get information on all the programs that we do. Um, we, we also show 
Um, we show first-run films, but we also show classic films. Um, as we speak, uh, we are playing uh, The Quiet Man with John Wayne. Nice, yeah. Um, is that Maureen O'Hara in it? Yes, that is okay. correct. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You knew her. You went to school there too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She graduated a year ahead of uh, yeah. me. <laughs> um, and, you know, but we're, we're doing fun stuff as well. We have Starship Troopers as our nice. uh, Come on. Night when I first saw that, I thought it was horrible. Me too. Yeah, I, I got a, it was horrible. I a headache. And then you start watching it and it's just like, I'm going to keep watching Exactly. Right, right exactly. one of those cult things. Yeah, and we're doing a bunch of stuff for, for October. Um, culminating with a Rocky Horror Picture Show oh, shadow man. cast on October 20th. Nice, nice. Will there, so be up? Will there be training so you know, bring bring toes, bring yeah. bread? <laughs> yeah, we're not doing toes because oh. my general manager, he, my ops manager, he's like, I don't want to be cleaning up bread. <laughs> but he, we're doing all the other stuff. So if you all want to dress up in costume, come on down. <laughs> well, he might. That sounds fun. We're going to pass. All right, Wendell. Thank, thank you. you. Wendell Riley so from the Robinson yeah. Film Center. Fantastic. It's a pleasure. Thanks it's for a shining pleasure. a light on not only Robinson and the RFC, but all of the film industry in well, Thank you so much. And uh, anytime you guys want me on to, to keep talking, I would. Okay. They have hot tamales there too, right? <laughs> it's the only place I can go to watch a movie that still sells hot tamales. I like hot tamales. It's my favorite. I don't have the tamales anymore. No more tamales. <laughs> we do have fish and chips. Racers out of here. We have fish Sonic. We have fish and it's chips. It's a short cord. Don't go too far. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Wendell. All right. Cheers. Appreciate that. Yeah, Thank you absolutely. for joining us for this podcast of Good to Know Shreveport Bossier, brought to you by the Committee of 100 and KTBS3. Remember, tell your friends and colleagues about this podcast as we'll have new content every other Wednesday. And for more information, you can check us out at goodtoknowsb.com. Have a great day. We'll try to go find Paul. We'll send out a scouting party. Let's all continue to make Shreveport-Bossier the best it can be. And all of this, of course, as always, is good to know.